0: Welcome to your breakthrough blueprint. I'm your host, Becky Osté, a wife, mom, and trauma-informed marriage coach. After a decade of trying all the mainstream modalities of healing to save my marriage, I found myself two kids later separated and on the verge of divorce. That's when I stumbled upon the unconventional game changer of somatic work that not only resurrected my dying marriage, but bled into breakthroughs in my parenting purpose, spirituality, health, wealth, business, and more in just six months. My intention with this podcast is simple through every weekly episode my goal for you is that one you realize how insanely collective our struggles are that you're not even close to alone two that you can laugh a little because god knows we need it and three that you walk away with actionable advice on how to design your unique blueprint for your breakthrough life so get your earbuds in grab your coffee so you can sit back relax and enjoy today's episode Oh baby, today's episode is going to be so fun and so interesting. I've got Melissa Rodriguez with me to talk about leveraging your menstrual cycle with showing up in your livelihood in the best way possible. And so Melissa, how are you doing today?
1: Becky, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So excited about this call.
0: Me too. So her official bio, guys, for those of you who don't know Melissa, she she's not your average marketing expert. She is a digital nomad. She works from all around the world, travels around right now. She's in Venez- Venezuela. She's an entrepreneur, and all-around inspiring force of nature. With her coaching business, she helps female entrepreneurs tap into their unique feminine energy and menstrual cycles to unleash their full potential. Wow, Melissa, that's your official. Uh, thank, so you. Cool.
1: thank you so, so much.
0: You're welcome. Okay, so you're currently in Venezuela, right? Yep. How's the weather over there?
1: Oh, so we're going through a little bit of a heat wave right now. Um, but it's it's great. So Caracas, Venezuela, it's actually known as the city of eternal spring because all year round it's not too hot, it's not cold, it's it's like spring weather. Um, but right now we're going through a little bit of a of a heat wave. So, um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a sunny day. It's the air is feeling fresh. It's bright. It's a great day.
0: I'm jealous. I see you in your tank top and your glowing skin, the sun hitting you. And it's like chilly, icky sweater weather over here in Virginia. So, oh, no. Let's dive into it, my friend, how to leverage your menstrual cycle in your livelihood. So whether that's a job, career, business, if you're a caretaker, stay-at-home mom, whatever our work is, you know, we can get tired. And today, Melissa is going to unlock some wisdom just to help us work with our bodies instead of against them. So menstrual. I, I hate that word <laughs> Can I, just say that? I also <laughs> yeah. hate the word period it's just is that our society's fault that i hate that so much or is that just me
1: <laughs> i well probably society's fault i guess um but yeah it's normal it's normal right we're kind of conditioned to do that we're conditioned to think oh menstrual cycle inconvenience annoying why Female curse, right? All of these things like that is most people's reactions. I sometimes when I'm doing a workshop, the very first thing I do is is I ask people like what they associate with the menstrual cycle. I just say like menstrual cycle word, first word that comes to you, and it's like pain, I think ew. inconvenience, ew, right? All of these yucky things, and it's so sad because once you get to know it, once you understand it it's so beautiful. And it's a part of your, part of your body's functions, right? Not, not every woman has a menstrual cycle, but if you do, then, you know, that's, that's an important part. And you go through it every month. And it's sad that we don't get taught what's actually going on with their bodies, how it affects us. And it leaves so many women feeling, oh my God, I'm crazy, right? Because How, how often does it happen that you do something one day and you're like, oh my God, this is easy. I have got this This is amazing. And then you try it again a week later and you're just not getting it right. And then a lot of the, a lot of women who go through that, the conclusion that they jump to is there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. I'm crazy. Why can't I do things right? Why can't I be consistent? And the thing is we're most of us, most women, are trying to be consistent in a man's game, right? Men have a 24-hour hormonal cycle, and most productivity systems, most talk of consistency, is around that 24-hour cycle. If you think about it, so you're not taking into account your ephradian rhythm, which is also a big part of your of your hormones, your functions, everything that's happening will affect your cognitive function, will affect your energy levels, your ability to focus your ability to do different types of tasks and no phase is better than another it's just understanding where you are in your menstrual cycle understanding how your menstrual cycle affects you personally so that you can use that information in your favor right
0: i love this You know, I, it's true. We don't learn this growing up. I mean, we have that awkward fifth grade talk, you know, like most of us do where they split (laughs) the guys and the girls and make us watch a video. And and I didn't start even tracking my own period until this year, you know, it was always irregular. And Mm. even just the past couple months have been the first time I've even stepped into this, you know, knowledge of, okay, our four phases and how can I... Align my work and my tasks with those phases. And, but I know a lot of people are just like, what, are, what, are, what even is this? So, can you give us the Dummies 101 version of our cycle? Like, just paint us a picture. Like, what are the phases? Tell us what you think would be important to know about our cycle.
1: Okay. Amazing. So, I'll give a quick version with an analogy that I think most of us can relate to. Um, and it's the seasons, right? So, we were just talking about the weather, the weather I am, the weather you are. And interestingly, the seasons is more like the weather where you are rather than being spring all year round, which is more what it would be for a man. We're talking about different seasons during the four phases of your menstrual cycle. Okay. So the first thing I want to clarify is that a lot of people when they hear menstrual cycle, they think period, and they think, Oh, I'm on my cycle. You're actually on your cycle all of the time. You're in just different phases of the cycle. Okay. So what we're going to be talking about just now. is the four phases of that cycle, which lasts on average 28 days, could be a little less, could be a little more. Um, It could vary a little bit month to month, that's okay. But understanding what those those phases and those seasons are. And they really do adapt to the four seasons of the earth. So if you think about it, your period, that's your inner winter, because you want to hibernate, you want to go inwards, it's a time of low energy, taking a lot of rest is a great idea. So that is your inner winter once you're actually on your period or your bleed. Okay. Once you actually emerge from that, that's your inner spring. And a lot of women get this sense of like, oh my God, I'm a new person. I've, I'm reborn. This is all amazing. Everything is shiny. I'm, I have energy. I want to go to the gym. I want to do all the things. and as you as you hit that phase right which is your inner spring and it's it's normal you want to be creative you want to try new things you want to do all of the things and you have the energy to do a lot of the things a lot of women commit to new lifestyles or even even commit to being their new selves in those phases and that's that's beautiful it's a great time to set new intentions but at the same time it's very easy to overcommit to, for example, thinking, okay, I'm always going to feel this way. So let me, I've just been asked to do this thing in three weeks. And I could say no, but I'm feeling so great that I'm going to say yes. And you don't take into account, hold on a second. In three weeks, I might not be feeling this way. And once you know those patterns for yourself, you get to use that information in your favor.
0: Okay? It's that classic meme of like, you know, <laughs> the before and after making plans so excited. And then the night of you're like hiding under your blanket.
1: Exactly, exactly. And the opposite can happen as well. Right. You can be asked to join a plan in a couple of weeks and you're feeling terrible You're like, well, or not necessarily terrible. You're just not feeling like it. And you're like, no, I don't want to. And then there's a the FOMO of, oh, I'm actually feeling good. I could have gone to the thing, Right. So if you have that information about yourself, it doesn't just affect your livelihood and your productivity and all things. It affects your social life. It affects your relationship. It affects a lot of things. So we're going from our inner spring, then we go into our inner summer, and that is ovulation. And just like summer, everything's hot, everything's sexy, senses are heightened, um, you're more likely to orgasm during this phase as well. And it makes sense, right? Your body, whether you want to or not, your body wants to be impregnated, right? If it's releasing an egg, then it's kind of making that available to you. And it makes you more attractive. So you get to use that in your life for whatever it is that you're doing, whether it is trying to conceive or whether it's trying to conceive ideas, whether it's talking to people, communicating, connecting, all of these things benefit from you being more empathetic and more attractive and easy to talk to. Okay. So if you have a business and you record videos, batch a lot of these during this phase, because you're going to get to capture that attractiveness and use it for longer. Okay. So, I mean, that's what's going on. It's it's about understanding what's going on in our bodies, and it's about observing ourselves and developing that awareness so that we can take that information into account, okay? So afterwards, we after you're ovulating, then you go into your luteal phase or your inner fall. And like fall, things are slowing down, they're cooling down. You might want to turn inwards a little bit more we lose a lot of those naturally feel good energy and feel good hormones. So that's why a lot of us, um, tend to turn to cravings, to carbs, to sugar, uh, to different things, right. For that dopamine hit. So during this phase, you really want to take care of yourself because you're going to have to take yourself in a better way to maintain the feel good energy and also just be aware of where you are. Right. the, This phase and the combination of your hormones during this phase actually make you extremely observant. And depending on how you direct that observant energy, it can be a really constructive work of art or it can be a disaster. Right? If you don't direct the energy, then that's when you tend to start nitpicking your partner, nitpicking your business, nitpicking all the things, finding everything is wrong. Everything is a disaster. Everything's a mess. And you genuinely feel and see it that way. But also, you know, hold on a second. I'm just being extremely observant. What if I directed that extremely observant energy to organizing my closet or to organizing my pantry or to organizing my business and my onboarding process? Right, There are so many constructive things that we can do with that energy that doesn't destroy everything we've built or all of these good things in our lives that we're always going to be able to find things that are wrong with, right? You're never you're never going to look at it around you and say, "Oh my god, everything is finally perfect. I can check this off," right? That's that's when you die. That's that's it's all done, right? So <laughs> it's never going to be perfect. So understanding that, you get to direct that energy towards things that actually make your life better rather than make you feel pity about the life you already have
0: this is so fascinating and you explained it so well just using something we're all familiar with the four seasons to kind of help us understand a new concept and so you said fall is called luteal that's the luteal phase what is summer
1: summer is ovulatory
0: phase ovulatory and spring follicular 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 and then winter
1: winter is your menstrual phase
0: okay So guys, you Mm -hmm. can also find this on Google. Like I saved an image when I was first learning this because I was like, okay, this is new. I got to remember this. Um, What is the best way for those who are like, okay, this is new for me. I want to get to know my cycle. Where do they start?
1: Sure. So, I mean, like you said, Google is a great place to start. There is a lot of information out there. There are also many great people talking about this. I love that this is becoming more of a topic of conversation. Amongst women and even even men, right? Because men get to benefit from knowing this information about the women in their lives, whether they're in partnership or not. This is great information to have about the woman in your life. Um, so under that, that information is on Google. You can also follow me on Instagram. I talk about this in relation to marketing and business quite a lot. Um, and if you are interested, particularly in that part, in in the business aspect, I actually recorded a masterclass on Three ways to grow your business using your menstrual cycle. So, if you are interested in that, then just uh, just drop me a message.
0: Ooh, okay, I'm gonna drop you a message because I want it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Of course. What about women with irregular periods or no periods?
1: So, with irregular periods, then of course, work with your your doctor. Go to your doctor to see what's going what's going on here. Right, your period is. Your fifth vital sign, right? It is. It shows a lot of things about your health, and and the hormones that we go through during our menstrual cycle, um, they actually they actually affect many functions, even and different bodily functions that affect your health. Like for example, bone density, right? So it's not just about having children. So if you have a regular period, if you're having hormonal issues, and you say, oh, but I don't want to have children. Um, it's still, it's still a part of your health. So I highly encourage you to go to a doctor, uh, go to, you know, your traditional doctor, go to a functional medicine doctor, uh, learn about this because this is, this is important, especially in your, obviously in your reproductive years, right? Um, if you do have irregular cycles, you still get to observe. It's just a little bit harder, right? So the self-awareness journey that you go through is a little bit harder because you don't have those regular obvious physical signs, but you do still get to ask yourself like, Oh my God, like what, what phase do I feel like I'm in? And you get to still track your your symptoms. And there are different symptoms around, for example, ovulation. And it's, it's still a journey that you can go on. It just means that you have to be a little bit more observant and be especially heightened to what's going on with your body. And in terms of, you know, no period at all, that might be for many reasons. Um, if you're at peace with that, if you know that's not affecting your health or other things, right? If that's, if that's, for example, like you can, you've already gone through your reproductive years. This is still the natural cycle of feminine energy and creation, right? The, it's not a constant and going back to the seasons, we don't plant something one day and then harvest it later that day. That's not how things work. So still understanding these four seasons, these four ways of being, these four ways of doing can be highly beneficial to you. You just look at it in a slightly different way. You wouldn't necessarily follow all of your body's cues. You would just see like, how am I feeling? Am I feeling wintry? Do I feel like I need Hmm. to take a couple of days to rest and reflect and review things? Or am I feeling creative and sparky and doing all these things? But following these, these ways of being in that order is a natural and beautiful way to create anything and to, and to work and to be, it's, it's just part of our feminine energy as well.
0: That's helpful. Yeah. I'm just thinking for those who don't have periods, being able to even just take a month to check in with themselves and track, yeah. you know, on a calendar or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Feeling hermity today or feeling really outgoing. That's, that's super helpful. And for track, a quick
1: exercise. Yeah. So yeah. so if you if you journal already, then this is gonna be really easy for you. Just start adding one word to your journal, right? So you when you write the date, also write down the day of your cycle. if you if you track your cycle, if you don't, then it doesn't matter. Um, but one word of how your body's feeling. Take a second, or a couple of seconds to really connect with your body, a few deep breaths, and just see what it tells you. It might it might tell you something it needs. It might tell tell you how it's feeling. Write down that one word that describes how you're feeling. You will start to see patterns. And that's really fun, right? Once once you've done this for a couple of months, you're like, oh, every day 13, I felt creative. That's interesting, right? What do I want on my calendar on my next day 13? Okay. Or every day 27, I've been overwhelmed with what's on my calendar. Then maybe I need to create some space next time I'm there on my day 27, right? You get to observe even at that level. Um and I actually created a journal around this for women with with menstrual cycles. It's on Amazon. It's called the Find Your Flow Journal and it takes you through different things during your day, so the one word describing how you feel and then also you can there are different foods, different things that support you during that phase and some space for journal journaling questions that are especially adapted to where you might be during that phase. So, um, yeah, journaling is, is a practice I like really highly recommend for anyone becoming more aware of who they are through their cycle. And if you don't have a cycle, then sure, still journal every day, one word. And if you don't have a journaling practice yet, then it's a great way to start just one word journal every day, what day is it? How's my body feeling? What day is it? How's my body feeling? You will start to see things.
0: I love it. I'm a journaler uh, more in theory than in practice. Like I used to journal so much before I had kids and now it's harder and I still do, but it's more Mm. sporadic. But I know some people aren't the journaling type, but they could even do that like in their phone calendar. Like just put one word down. That's super easy.
1: It takes less than a minute.
0: How about apps? Do you recommend any apps for tracking your period?
1: Yeah. So I actually use two. I love them both for different reasons. Um, one is called natural cycles and you input your temperature and other physical symptoms in there so that you get nearer to an exact ovulation date. Because once, once you start looking at the theory, a lot of people will say like, oh yeah, ovulation is exactly halfway through your cycle. That's not necessarily true. It may change from cycle to cycle and, um, entering my temperature actually helps me figure out exactly when I'm ovulating. And I'm just, I just nerd out on that. like that information, and then the other app I like is called Stardust, and it's a little bit more woo-woo, but it still has the the science and the hormonal charts in there. But it's really it's just fun; it's quirky. It will also you can track your symptoms in there, not things like your temperature, but other types of symptoms, even things like cravings and things like that. And it sends you a little message every day that it's just funny, right? It might say like, "Oh, thunderstorms ahead" when you're about nah. to have like a massive hormonal drop. So. Um, Yeah, I I really enjoy that one too, Stardust.
0: I want to try that one. What do I have? I have MyFlow, M-Y-F-L-O. That's the one I started. Yeah. But
1: I like the the woo-woo funny There are lots of good ones. Yeah, there are lots of great ones. This Stardust one as well, it will tell you. um, So when, when we lived in different kinds of communities and connected with more natural light, it was said that women would naturally sync up with the moon, okay? And that's whether they would sync up with the new moon or the full moon. And then if the, the women who were on their periods during the new moon would be taken care of and everything would be taken care of by the women who were on the opposite cycle, they would have their period on the full moon and then vice versa, right? This app tells you how your period, you know, aligns with the moon and what kind of quote unquote, mm-hmm. which you are um, relating to that. So that's really fun as well.
0: That's interesting you say that. Do you know Jessie Lockhart? She's also in Jill's no. group. Okay, so she and oh, no. I she came into my group coaching container, and she talked about cycles. And there are a few in there like premenopausal state, mm. perimenopause, and so she did bring up the moon as a way to like help track. And so even today yeah. in our client group one of uh, one of them who does that now she posted a picture of the wine seven moons i think it's called she's like look and then she got like um some mat to put below her sink and it's of the moon she's like i'm just a moon mama now she's like all about the moon (laughs) so it is woo woo and i used to make fun of any kind of conversations like this and now i'm totally getting into it so Tell me, I'm curious, Melissa, what's like a typical coaching moment you might come across with one of your clients? Like what struggle do they bring you? And then how do you coach them in in conjunction with their cycle?
1: So I'll go to, you know, a coaching call that I had um, a couple of days ago, which was definitely, you know, representative of what might happen. Um, So this woman came to me, she was feeling very frustrated about a lot of things going on in her life so she was feeling frustrated because um you know her her finances and in-laws had put a strain on her marriage um she was feeling a lot of pressure with her business she was feeling a lot of these things and you know when when you get to that point and when we get to that point it happens to all of us right and there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with this what you do with it but you know when you end up giving your power away When you just get into a little bit of a hole and you you've given that power away, we I realized that she was doing this and I helped her realize that right. I helped her realize like hold on a second, power to feel better, the power to do better, the power to have a different life. It was all within her, and we used the framework of the cycle to get her out of the hole. Right. So she was feeling all these things and she was in a particular phase of her cycle. I think she was in the start of her luteal phase. So, in the start of the luteal phase, it's not really the time to start new things, right? It's not the time to start a new marketing campaign. It's not the time to start a new thing. It's a time for follow through. So, we identified things that she was already, she had already started, that she was already doing, that she could follow through on that would make her feel better. We had her prioritizing self care because she was winding down in her cycle. She was in the wind down of the. In her fall coming into her inner winter and we had her give herself permission to do that right because often when we're in that hole when we've given her power away and we feel like everything sucks we don't give ourselves permission to rest we feel like okay well the answer is obviously that I do more and if I dare rest then there's something wrong with me and I'm guilty and I'm bad like all of these things so we had her really own her power again fill her own cup first and also follow through on some things on her business and start thinking about what she might do in the next cycle, right? Start thinking about what new campaigns she wanted to try, um, what new, you know, things that, different dates that she wanted to go on with her husband, different ways to reconnect. But when we first gave herself permission, gave her permission to really just be where she was, right? And, and fill her own cup first because she was truly, truly depleted. So understanding that, was what we did in that particular session. And then, you know, she messaged me like four days later, what the the actions that she had gone through to follow through had landed her like three new clients. And she was really excited. That gave her a different energy for her, for the rest of her inner fall, for the rest that she was going to be taking during her inner winter, and then momentum for her inner spring that followed.
0: That is fascinating. She would have missed that if she was trying to force what she thought she should have done or focus on the next thing it was like wait no this my body's saying follow through with what you started take care of yourself she she could have missed that if she hadn't listened exactly. to her body. that's so cool so a couple or one more question and then I want to do a rapid fire game okay so with your month do you plan ahead or do you go with the flow <laughs> the flow no pun intended the flow
1: <laughs> yeah um I plan a lot ahead. So in my inner spring I actually map out the rest of my cycle on my Google calendar. Like I'll write at the top spring, summer, fall, winter. And when I'm for example adding events to my calendar then I have that context there of where I'm likely to be. You know, it might shift a day or two, but I have that context there. So there are things that I will go with the flow on, but I do a lot of planning in my inner spring for the rest of the cycle.
0: That's so cool cuz you're not you're not basing it off the start of the calendar that everyone's going through. It's like, no, my inner calendar, let's base it off that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's so arbitrary. If you think about it, the calendar, the months, quarters, years, they're yes. super arbitrary and they they can be massively useful. I don't want to discount that. But on a month to month basis, I don't set goals for May because it's a new month. Like I will set goals for my new cycle that's coming in. So that's aligned with my body.
0: You set luteal goals.
1: <laughs> yeah, I set goals that I start in my spring and then I end up fully following through on in my luteal, right? Because in my follicular, um, in my spring, I'm creative, I'm sparking, but I I don't have the drive or the focus, motivation to sit down for three hours and follow through on something. I just don't. I want to talk to people. I want to start things. I want to record reels. I want to do all of the things And I get to benefit from that energy. And then later on the cycle, I get to benefit from, I'm going to sit down for three hours and I'm going to follow through on this.
0: So what phase are you in right now?
1: I'm in my early luteal phase.
0: So meaning again?
1: Meaning I'm in my, the early inner fall. So one thing about the seasons that you, yeah, I'm starting to slow down. Um, I still have, I still have a fair bit of energy But for example, this morning, I decided to sleep in instead of going early to the gym, which is what I would normally do. But I realized the past couple of days, I, because of life things, because that's the thing, right? As much as you plan, life is going to get in the way. I had planned for some chill days for the start of this wind down. And then, you know, cars breaking down, Mm -hmm. um, things, things happened that were like, um, yeah, you had plans. That's nice. but so this morning i was like actually i need to prioritize my sleep and i didn't set an alarm like i knew we had this call at 11am and i thought well there's no way i'm going to sleep past 11 right <laughs> so let me let me just not set an alarm and i woke up at 915 and just prioritizing my body there felt felt amazing right so now i know that this afternoon when i sit down to do two or three hours of deep work um I'm in that energy for it. And I wasn't yesterday. I was not because I was going against my body. I was exhausted.
0: So you plan and go with the flow. We may need. Yeah, to you
1: out. have to, you have to, you can't, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of cycle syncing or any strategy when you bring in both the structure and the flow, yeah. right? Everything that's too structured, too rigid, you're probably setting yourself up for disappointment. Anything that's too much of the flow, in my opinion, just sometimes lacks lacks direction or lacks follow-through. And you get to play in that area where you use both.
0: Yeah. The yin and the yang. Well we exactly. may need to we may need to title this episode Go with the Flow. Yeah, so, why not? Rapid Fire, you ready, Melissa? Let's get to know so you. ready. All right. All right. Digital nomad, what's your favorite place in the world you've lived? Bali. Bali, jealous. Yeah. What is a food you hate?
1: Uh, raisins.
0: <laughs> Good one. <laughs> how did you meet your hubby?
1: Bumble. Oh,
0: yeah. That's like how everyone meets now. Nobody, yeah,
1: person Bumble. anymore.
0: It's like Bumble, you know, anything online, online dating. Yeah. I never, never got to experience that um what how many hours of sleep do you get a night
1: Uh, depends on the phase six to seven in my follicular ovulatory and then probably seven to nine (laughs) in the other phases
0: I love it what's your ideal birthday present
1: oh um an experience a trip something something different yeah
0: somebody asked me that yesterday and I said the same exact thing um, what is your greatest breakthrough in your life and the key to that breakthrough? We'll end on this one.
1: Oh, that's that's a big one. I feel like I'm constantly going through breakthroughs. So um, I think it was a permission to not giving myself permission to not be who I thought people around me expected me to be. Okay. That's led to everything else, you know?
0: And how did you get there? What was the key?
1: What was the key? I mean, there were a lot of things evolved. I think maybe bravery, hiring coaches, uh, reading books, just allowing myself to do something different. It all it all came together. I think some breakthroughs, some breakthroughs are moments, right? Some breakthroughs, you can say it happened at exactly eleven eleven a.m. on whatever date. And some breakthroughs are like, hold on a second. I don't recognize myself from whom I was like six months ago or a year ago. And you don't have a moment to pinpoint.
0: That's so true. Yeah, my mm-hmm. my coach, Kelly Brock, she's always say it's those tiny imperceivable moments. And you're yeah. going to wonder how you get there until you wonder how you got there. Yeah. So, so good. Such a good answer. I love that.
1: Mm, that's so good.
0: I know. Right. She's awesome. Melissa, thank you for coming on and sharing your expertise. You made it so easy to digest and understand. And I think took away a lot of the mystery, like demystified the, the woo of it. So thank you. And where can the people find that webinar or you said the journals on Amazon, but where can people find you specifically?
1: You can find me on Instagram. I hang out there very often. Um, my handles, I am Mally Rodriguez and yeah, feel free to message me. I am happy to send you links to all the different things or just chat. If you, you know, if something I said sparked something within you, I would love to hear that as well. That would make me so happy. So yeah, please come say hi.
0: I love it guys. Go follow her. She's an amazing soul. I'm so happy I've connected with her and Melissa. Thanks for coming on the podcast today.
1: Thank you, Becky, so much. Ah, I'm
0: honored you found today's episode worth your listen and time to hang out with me today. You know, for some of us, this podcast is just the thing you need to support you towards your breakthrough. But for others, we know we need a deeper level of support and guidance. So if you're a highly ambitious woman who's ready to repair deep, unshakable connection in your marriage, I'd love to tell you about my client coaching program called Root to Rise. This is the life-changing transformational container that will teach you exactly how to launch your marriage to the next level by moving trauma out of your body and stepping back into your power. Even if you've already tried everything, even if you're caught on the fence of, should I stay or should I go? And even if your husband's not on board today. So look for my link in the show notes to book a call with me and we'll just talk about what's working, what's not, where you want to go. And very easily, I'll be able to tell you if and how I can help you. And if not me, I can still point you in the direction of some resources that can. So either way, tons of clarity. We'll have some fun getting to know each other while we're at it. And that's it for today. Huge hugs, my friend. I'll chat with you next Friday.